and welcome to another buzzword-laden episode <laughs> of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost and maintained a weight loss of 145 pounds for four years. Whoa! What? Whoa! Congratulations! And with me today is... Donald Weigel, and I have lost uh, a roughly 100 pounds, and I have maintained <laughs> it for, I don't know, three and a half years. Congratulations! I'm I- just a babe in the woods compared to you. I uh, I only hit my goal weight three and a half years ago. I honestly don't remember what we talk about on the podcast and off, ever. Like, even after yeah. we record an episode, I ask yeah. what we talked about. I listen to every episode back. We typically listen to every episode back before we uh, before we put them out. And I'm always like, I said a really good thing there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I believe we talked about how impressive it was that I've kept off my weight for four years. I'm impressed. I know that much. But I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. But as the me of now in May, <laughs> addressing the me yes. of the future, when mm. I listen to this, this yeah. is for me in the future. Yeah. This is for my future self. Yeah. You did a great job. Aww, Four years. You did do a great job. You did job. a great job. Assuming that this drops when it should drop, you should have hit your four-year maintenance anniversary. Look at you, unless you just yeah. ruined it in a blaze of glory yeah. for some reason. Yeah, uh, exactly. You gained 100 pounds back in the next three weeks. I could do it. Yeah, I, could do I it. know. I, I don't want to do it. That's the sad truth. But honestly, I have never maintained my weight ever for four years at anything no, me ever. Either. No, I, and I've never done three and a half, yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty serious. We were pretty bold when we started this podcast as Young Turks yeah. without any experience in maintaining, telling yeah. people how to do things. And now- Make no mistake, we were Turks. <laughs> we, we were. We were hooligans. <laughs> we were weight loss ruffians. No, but there are so many people who are very bold- yeah. I will say that they are bold and are very bold. confident. Yeah. Um, who might not have four years of experience of maintaining weight loss under their belt. And uh, I'm still, I feel like it is, it's not easy now, but no. it's not surprising. Right. Like I know what I'm doing to do what I do and to keep it off. It's yeah. not that white knuckle is more of like, a normal colored knuckle. Now. No, we're we're not really figuring out the big picture anymore. No, it's it's more about you know micro adjustments to things. Yeah, which there was no micro back in the day. Uh, yeah. But uh, oh, you know what? We have some more banter. I didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done talking about this banter. Oh, okay, you talk. I have about I this have banter. some shtick about this. <laughs> okay, you do because I've got more up. things more things to talk about. Yeah, now also. that I've announced that it's shtick, I've ruined it. Like I was going to say, this is the me. Yeah. Of the present, uh-huh. talking to the you of the present and the future. <laughs> to both of us? To Who both do you of love you. more? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Telling you how proud of you I am, both, both of you. Both of us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would feel so bad if there were two of us. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't. Listen, I'm not sure any man is up to that task. I am confident he is never cheating on me because I'm exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> I am yeah. exhausting. No, I have uh, I have no time for uh, for anything else in Ooh, my life. For I sure. apologize. No, no I it's haven't... all good. It's all good. I've been here for the ride. This is also the me of the present talking to the me of the future. So 
proud of you for hitting your four-year anniversary but, in like six months. But also the you of the future. I'm talking to that guy who's been married for 23 years. Yeah. Congratulations to you. Thank you. And thank to you. And congratulations to you. Yeah. By the time this episode comes out, we will have had our 23rd wedding anniversary. Wow. That's legitimate until we get to 27 and then I know. we're really, really legitimate. I know. We, already, like, we did talk about it's that. It's like our marriage is, uh, is, is grown up now. They said it wouldn't last, but we stayed together People for People actually said it years. wouldn't last. But like, we're yeah. not joking. People were like, that's not going to last. Yeah. So, because we were very young. Is that, do you have additional banter? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I'm out of banter. You, <laughs> you begin your banter now. <laughs> okay. So, Donald's worked all night last night. Is it, that's what he told me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so committed. Yeah. I told you I worked all night. I was actually <laughs> at a bar that was open till, till a 5 a.m. bar. Like, that's a thing anymore. That's right. I, uh, I, I got home from work a little after 5 a.m. today. Yes. And uh, I uh, slept a little bit, and now I'm recording a podcast, and then I have to go back to work again tonight and work all night. And I'm doing this for you people. For you people. So um, you might recall this morning we were just sort of doing a switcheroo. Donald was going to sleep. I was waking up. Do you recall the first question that I asked you when you got yes, home? Yes, you said <laughs> I got home and you said, did you eat anything delicious from craft service last night? <laughs> you were you were like still half asleep. That was the first thing you said to me. You were like, huh, are you home? Yeah. I want details. Yeah. I still actually don't know. I just wanted to get in bed and go to sleep. And you wanted me to talk about the delicious uh, but, food I ate. Okay, but here's the thing. We're going to talk about food for a minute. Listen up. But- we had talked about Donald working all night and yeah. how difficult it is to maintain healthy eating habits. Like he's good until like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. But when he has to pull an all-nighter like the teens. Yeah. I tried to sleep as late as I could yesterday. I promise this has something to do with weight loss and fitness, yeah. by the way. Be patient. I try. <laughs> yes. Yelling and scolding our audience <laughs> is the best way to keep them and make sure they Sassy. keep listening. Our daughter yeah. said I was salty. Yeah, you are salty. Um. I uh I tried I tried my best to sleep late yesterday because I knew I was going to have to stay up all night and sleeping late for me ended up being about 8:30 in the morning something like that and so I got up at 8:30 had to stay up all night and I'm not great like Catherine said after about 10 p.m. if I'm still awake that's really the danger zone for me in terms of eating um and so I, my plan was I was going to pack my normal daily allotment of calories and then stick to only what I was going to say was real food. And like real food is a little bit of a, you know, a kind of a nebulous definition. But to me, that was anything that was actually like not candy bars, not kind bars, not chips, not like ice cream. Yeah, you know. ice cream bar, you know, funnel cake yeah. bar. Because as soon as I I did that, then I knew it was sort of off to the races and I was going to just like, you know, open the floodgates and, and eat whatever. So at about 2 in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, they brought out three different kinds of soup, one of which was tomato soup. And then they had th like three or four different kinds of grilled cheese. And being a vegetarian, I had a regular grilled cheese and I had a bowl of tomato soup. Nice. Um, and, uh, that, that was it. But then when I got home, I did have a bag of, a small bag of Doritos oh, okay. and, and some more, 
Uh, it wasn't an excessive amount, but I did have some uh, like four slices of Swiss cheese, and I feel like that was a real victory. It was it was definitely over my calories for the day. Oh, I had one cookie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, it was definitely over my calories for the day, but considering that I was up for you know like twenty hours, I don't think that was too bad. Yeah. Well, and the point of this was earlier this week we went on a walk, and Donald was talking about working all night and how difficult it has been in the past to navigate those, you know, late hours and eating in a mindful way. And he had asked the question, okay, do I just pack a bunch more shelf-stable food? I'm not going to be near a microwave. Like, how do I negotiate it? And uh, dear listener, if you are listening still, hooray, congratulations to you. Yeah. Um, But the point is we can make some policies around choices that we don't necessarily have control over. Donald said he didn't know what they would be serving, so it wasn't like he could predict because they change it up every night. But what he could do is just have a policy of, I will stick to actual meals that they serve and not go over into big desserts. And that is a way to still manage your goals, maybe go over your calories, but be realistic about what you're capable of doing. So if, for example, you have to eat at a cafeteria, you can just decide, okay, I'm going to eat at the cafeteria, but I'm not going to get the extra cookie that they throw in with the the, the food, or I'm going to abstain from the carbs and the pasta, and I'll just stick with more proteins and vegetables. You can still negotiate around an obstacle and be successful. So this morning, aside from wanting to just find out the delicious food that Donald ate, yeah. I actually was curious, uh, but like 10% curious to find out if he had actually been able to navigate that. Yeah, so, mostly congr- she just wanted to hear me talk about whatever food I had eaten. <laughs> Thank you. But I think another another point to this is that even after maintaining my weight, you know, taking two years to lose the weight, maintaining for three and a half, I'm still thrown into situations that are out of my control, so to speak, and that I still have to navigate these things and make them work. And rather than just saying, you know, well, whatever, it's a free for all, like there's nothing I can do. I'm just going to eat, you know, all the calories in the world. And trust me, I really could have gone like four or 5,000 calories over, like, I, I eat 2,000 calories a day. I could have ended up at 6,000 if I had let myself. Um, but, you know, I felt like this was sort of a happy medium of, like, if I make a rule that I'm only going to eat, you know, in air quotes, real food, that I I can get through and feel pretty good about it. Congratulations. Honestly, Thank clap, you clap, very clap. much. Clap, clap. Now I have to do it again tonight. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can do it two nights in a row. You can do it. Oh, we'll find out on the next episode yeah. if you actually kept it together. There's accountability for you. Exactly. So the point of today's episode is as follows. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's know why. time I, we got to the point of something. I feel like I'm doing some sort of book report. The yeah. point of today is- We're going to talk about productivity. We are. Have you heard of the term- Inbox Zero, Donald? I have heard of Inbox Zero. (laughs) It sounds like a magical wonderland. It does. When I started losing weight, uh, I started listening to podcasts. Have you heard a podcast? Have you heard a podcast? Yes. Um, I am listening to a podcast (laughs) right now. No, I'm recording one right now. You are. So I started listening to a podcast and they talked a lot about the idea of inbox zero yeah. as being this like pr- productivity hack, this way to like start your best That's day. when you cancel all of your email accounts, right? So you have no inboxes. No. Um, oh, that's not it? But 
If you have heard about Inbox Zero, I know Gretchen Rubin has talked about it. I looked on the interweb and found there are dozens of podcast episodes across many different markets. Oh talking my goodness, about the interweb has dozens? Dozens wow. upon dozens of podcasts on Inbox Zero and how to achieve it. And for me, I had I had heard of it, but had never even tried because it felt like it was too daunting a task. Yeah. But it made me feel like a loser, Donald. Yeah. But I know, okay, ha 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 ha. Me too. Ha ha. Sound like a joke. But it actually did. So there are articles about how to achieve it. And it talks about reaching sort of this productivity enlightenment. Um, yeah. Looking online, there were things like tame your email, tame your stress. Uh, it's, you know, Inbox Zero is a buzzword for productivity and success in the workplace. And it's the ability to make quick decisions about incoming and outgoing email, which is great. That's that's a super good thing. But it's a very specific goal. As you know, on this show, we are huge fans of buzzwords. And we know <laughs> buzzwords always mean something genuine and real. Definitely synergy. <laughs> so I was listening to another podcast, which I've mentioned recently, uh, Organized 365, and the host was interviewing a man named Jay Papasan, who is a co-author of a book called The One Thing, and it was all about productivity and focusing on the one thing that really marks success. And about halfway through the episode, he was asked about what he thought about Inbox Zero. Is it weird that I kind of wish my last name was Papasan? That sounds really cool. That reminds me of that chair, like the big puffy chair that they sell at Cost oh, Plus yeah. Market. Nobody wants that chair. You I don't can't know. get out of it. I don't know. For me, it feels like, hey, man, what's up with Papasan? Yeah, he's got it going on. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah. you're a cool guy. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that, can be your, that can be your online dating profile yeah, last name. Sure. <laughs> so he was asked about the difference between productivity and busyness, which I think we've talked about this on this very podcast. We have. But he said that no business leader has marked their success by inbox zero. You don't see leaders of Fortune 500 companies saying, well, you know what? I got to inbox zero and that's what made it happen. Like, yeah. oh, well, you had a lemonade stand. How'd you get there? Well, we did inbox zero and that, that made I the just, lemonade stand. I just kept my, my inbox at zero. And before you knew it, I was CEO of General Motors. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I have an email, but I don't have any, no one's following me. So am I e inbox zero? Is that successful? Exactly. I don't know. But he really did talk about, you know, email being the source of stress and it can be an active to-do list also. That's how I used to use my inbox for work was that I kept all my live projects in email and that's, yeah. that was my to-do list. But he said that it's a reactive plan. Like you're responding to spam. You're responding to weird questions from people that are making it their priority, but it's not maybe your priority. Right. I'm, I'm actually like really happy to hear this because I've been working on inbox 10,000. <laughs> and if I have fewer than 10,000 unread emails in my inbox, I feel stressed. You know what I mean? Like, well, my boss actually had 37,000 emails, yeah, in, yeah. of which like 33,000 no, were unread. That actually does stress me out. Really stressed me out. I need to work on that. If I have if I have more than about 30, I'm like really stressed. Okay. So if you're still listening, I promise there's a point to all of this. So we're not talking about email inbox zero to fitness, but here we go. Here, here's more information. We are using it as a metaphor, oh, if you can believe it. What? 
Yeah. Oh wait, that's all we do. Sorry, spoiler alert. So we're we're taking something else and turning it around and making it about weight loss and fitness. It's kind of our thing. That's our thing. Yeah. So uh, plus also comedic asides and yes. banter. This is what you come for. <laughs> come for the banter. So come for the banter. Stay for the hard hitting weight loss and fitness advice. Accidental making a point yeah. at the very end. After three straight episodes <laughs> of telling you things you don't want to hear about weight loss and fitness, now we're telling you about something you do want to hear. <laughs> Which is email. Hopefully. Okay, so Jay Papasan went on to say, there are limitless possibilities for how we can use our time. So we have to decide what actions have the greatest impact. So is email inbox zero the secret to success? To all of your favorite, you know, sports heroes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You know, just the list goes on and on. But in business, which is something that I participated in for many years, <laughs> sometimes. So going back to that, what action you has- You participate in funny business I now. participate in the business of comedy. So going back to that thing, what actions have the greatest impact? In business, that's return on investment. Mm. So you're investing time, money, resources, intelligence. And what are you getting back from that? Because not all things that we do throughout the day actually have a big impact. And we've talked about this before. We often confuse busy for productive. A day can go by in a flash with multitasking. Like I know yesterday or the day before, I did not stop. Didn't stop all day long. Yeah. Ask me what I did. What did you do, dear? I honestly don't know. Yeah. Like I did a lot of things and I was really tired, but I can't actually tell you what I did. I can't even tell you how many days like that I've had in my life too, where I'm just like, I I was busy. I never sat down, but did I actually accomplish anything on my to-do list? No. And I've done that over and over again my whole life. Like I started back in grade school, you know. I never wanted to organize my record collection more than when I had a project due for school, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, I think, too, we say that there are things that are priorities in our life, but they never make it into our day. Yeah. And, I mean, this goes with family, finances, friendship, whatever other Fs I can All the Fs. (laughs) French fries. (laughs) There are no other F words that I can think of. Um, But- They don't make it into our day because we're really busy. And it's not that we don't have full lives with lots of responsibilities. But when we say we have a goal and we don't actually fit it into our day, there's the problem. So we say, I don't have time. But what we actually mean or, you know, in actuality, it's that we didn't make the time. Right. So we say something is a priority, but your actions show you whether or not you're actually living into that. Yeah. And and this was sort of one of the hard truths that we had or even more than one on the on the last couple of episodes, you know. I used to lie to myself all the time. And the hard truth was you are lying to yourself. And another one was, you know, it's not going to happen if you don't make it a priority in your life. And, you know, when I was constantly, you know, telling myself I was too busy or I deserved treats or that I needed to unwind by staying up late and watching Seinfeld episodes instead of getting a good night's sleep so that I could get up in the morning and get my like daily food ready and do my exercise in the morning. Like I was fooling myself and I was making the wrong things a priority. Well, and the and I think too, I don't even have this written down anywhere. This is just what from this is off my, the top of your my head. Brain. I think. 
oftentimes we think thinking about things. Yeah. And really, you know, it taking up a lot of brain space as though that's actually making any progress or anything. Just because it's on our mind doesn't mean that we're taking action. And this can be, again, for finances. Gosh, I really want to stay in touch with my friends more effectively. I really want to start saving money. Just because you have the intention does not mean you're taking any action. Well, and I think James Clear talks about it in Atomic Habits, too. We've talked about James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, a lot. And I'm pretty sure there's a section in that, unless I'm stealing it from somebody else, where he talks about, you know, you will say to yourself, I really need to organize my record collection. I don't know why I keep going back to that. Or I really need to organize my spice drawer. Or I really need to clean out my email inbox. But you don't actually make any sort of a plan to do it. And, you know, the next step of that is I am going to, at this time of day, you know, delete five emails. And, you know, even if it's just five emails out of the 10,000 that are in in your inbox and, you know, or I'm going to spend five minutes organizing my spice drawer or in the case of weight loss and fitness, I am going to spend 10 minutes at this time prepping a meal or I'm going to, you know, track my food or I'm going to take that five minute walk. Like you have to make a plan of at X time, I'm going to do X thing and stick to it. Exactly. So another quote, uh, this one is from FM Alexander. It says, people don't decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their future, which is kind of what Donald was saying. So I stepped all over your quote. Sorry. (laughs) You're good. Um, So we let ourselves get distracted by tasks and habits that aren't actually key to our weight loss success. Yeah. You know, we fill our time with and our to-do list with so many different things. We put too many things on our to-do list. So when we do that, we dilute our goals by overcomplicating the goal. And then we focus on the wrong goal, which leads to slow or no progress. Yeah. Which leads us to giving up. Does this resonate with anybody out there? Send us an email at whatever our email is. Well, uh, let us know. It definitely resonates with me. I didn't know what a questioner was until kind of after I had already gotten my head together and started working on, uh, on the current weight loss and fitness plan with my mindset. But I would spend so much time, you know, trying to gather information about things rather than actually taking any action. Like I was afraid to do anything because I was, I was really afraid of doing the wrong thing. And then that led to me doing nothing. Well, and I too, I know Donald uh, understands that I have an issue with this. I still see people saying like, I want to lose weight. What recipes should I follow? Right. Like, I need recipes to lose right. weight. It drives me bananas because uh, that's not really part of my plan. But we we sort of are aiming at a general target. Like, I want to lose weight. I want to be healthier. But those are really... Yeah, those are big, huge, nebulous, you know, goals. Non-specific. That, that you, you don't have a specific way to reach or even a, even really a specific target. Like, I need to lose weight or I need to become more fit. Like, that is such a general goal. Yeah, I need how, to eat healthier. 
how can yeah i need to eat healthier exactly like how can you possibly hit a goal that you don't define and you don't narrow down right so we did an episode a couple of years ago because we're an old-timey podcast yeah uh, where we talked about smart goals those are specific measurable attainable relevant and timely Ah. all of that is data driven not opinion like how many emojis would you give this goal like yeah yeah exactly it's not it's not a flowery opinion good job sticker it's actual measurable attainable goals and we will ask you this is going to be a cliffhanger episode everybody what i don't get the giant payoff too bad exactly Um, but we're going to leave you with a question that we would honestly like you to ponder in the next week before the next episode comes out. What is your actual goal? What specific, measurable, actionable goal do you have to help you toward your health goals? Like, what is it? Yeah. Just just really think about it. And if you're binge listening to these episodes sometime in the far future and you're hearing the us of the past, you've got uh, just a few minutes before the <laughs> next episode starts playing for you to figure this out. <laughs> well, we, were, we have been watching a show called The Expanse on, yeah. on Amazon, and there are six seasons out so far. Yeah, five. Five, okay. And- we have had the ability to listen to watch all of them in great succession, and I always hate that point where we catch up to live. Yeah. Like, Why do we have to wait for everything? It's not fair. Yeah, there's uh, supposed to be a sixth and final season out like next year, and we're gonna get we're gonna get to the end of five pretty soon, and it's gonna be like then we have to wait like everyone else. Yeah, I know a few people who are still in the uh like at episode like 80 for listening to We Only Look Thin. I was like, oh, there's so far to go. They're at the last old-timey questions about old-timey things. We have no idea what we said three years ago. What a long, wild ride it's been, everybody. (laughs) Um, So anyway, going back to the beginning, what is your actual goal? What is your North Star? What do you want? We are going to, in the next episode, talk about how you might be inbox zeroing this habit. It's not actually what makes a successful CEO, and it's not actually what makes makes a successful weight loser. Yeah. Ask yourself, are you focusing on getting your inbox down to zero, or are you actually focusing on being the successful CEO of you? Of weight loss, you. Uh, So if you're in a position where you're actually thinking to yourself, I think I'm doing everything right, but I'm not losing any weight. We'll have some information to share with you next week about what you might not be doing uh, effectively. Because again, it's that return on the investment. So just ponder and wonder, what are we going to say? I don't know. Let's see what happens. Yes, indeed. So this is kind of a two-part episode. And, um, you know, really, when you think about it, you're listening to like part 178 of our <laughs> like 10,000 part series on how to achieve your weight loss and fitness goals. Exactly. And if you enjoyed this episode, uh, thank you so much for listening, first of all. Uh, You can still find all of our episodes wherever you found this one. And they are, as always, available on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you scoot your boot over to our website... Whoa, you're a boot scooter? <laughs> a boot scooter. <laughs> scoot your boot over to our website, you can click on Join Our Support Group uh, and find out more about Walt Place. Walt Place is our Facebook-based 
women only accountability group. Guys just don't participate. Sorry, dude. Just bros just don't participate. Yeah. Um, but it is a subscription-based accountability group and support group for women. We have two options for membership. One is a monthly membership with a three-day complimentary trial. And the other is a three-month membership with a seven-day complimentary trial. It's summertime, people. It is time to uh, get focused on your goals. And uh, Walt Place is the place to do that. As a dude, bro, I can attest to the fact that we're lone wolves. We like <laughs> to do things on our own. But if you're a dude, bro, and you <laughs> would like some uh, some support or you have some questions for us, uh, you can reach out to us at uh, weonlylookthin at gmail.com. And even if you're not a dude, bro, those emails will still get to well, us. And you know what? As an aside on this, we are not at inbox zero. Oh, Donald no. Weigel. We are not at Inbox here. We I was have, only half joking about Inbox 10,000. <laughs> we have many emails from dear listeners with requests and questions and uh, that kind of thing. We are doing our best. Yes. Uh, we are not at Inbox Zero. That's not what we're doing right now. You'll find out more about that on the next episode. But uh, that being said, we so appreciate any emails, uh, any questions that you have. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Only Look Thin uh, if you would like to join the conversation there. Yes, indeed. And uh, I think what my uh, beautiful wife was trying to say was, if we don't respond to you right away, it's not personal, <laughs> but we'll get there eventually. But in the meantime, uh, if you would like to help us out, we would really appreciate you going to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a rating and even better, a rating and a review. We would prefer five stars, but uh, whatever you feel is appropriate, uh, we'll take it. It makes us feel good and it also helps other people to find the show because the more ratings and reviews we have, the more Apple boosts us in search results when people are looking for podcasts like ours. It would help us get the word out. And and if you don't want to do that, tell somebody else about our show. Yeah. 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 How about that? Just tell somebody you Just think who might like it. Just tell it's a comedy podcast that happens to talk about health stuff. But yeah. it's mostly comedy. We actually got a review recently that was like, let me be honest, I'm here for the laughs. You guys are fine otherwise. <laughs> I'm fine with that because I'm comedy first. Yeah, whatever whatever second. gets you to the table. Maybe some of the advice will sink in. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the chuckles. That's kind of why I'm here, so. So if this episode has left you wondering how you're going to go from Thin Box Zero to Thin Box Hero, oh. just remember <laughs> on the next episode, because this is the next episode, yeah. that Donald and I are an, an inspiration The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. 